0: informative, thought-provoking, factually correct. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to This Podcast is None of Those Things, starring Brian and Elliot. Coming to you from the Dirty Dina studio in Pasadena, Texas, here we go! Welcome everybody to another episode of This Podcast is None of Those Things. It's Brian here and... Elliot is with me already making faces, hitting me with an RVD point with the thumbs. He's obviously looking, although I can't see him now. (laughs) He's obviously trying to get another video like the one we put out a couple days ago. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Hey, look. I feel good. I feel good. I had uh, Brian I had a yoga session today. Oh my. Me, me and my clumsy old self. Is it about I, time
0: you joined the century and did yoga like a real man?
1: Well, <laughs> well it wasn't DDP yoga because this instructor was prettier. Way not hard.
0: <laughs>
1: But <laughs> But I still gave myself a self high five. <laughs> and. For giving it a shot, right? I was, because at at Texas Center for Lifestyle Medicine, the life coach there was trying to tackle the whole stress thing for me and all that, trying to limit all that, that also controls blood sugar, all those wonderful things, right? I have a tight schedule, as you know. It's really important to have, be able to do something that I could fit in my schedule. With their options that they had, and know they're a great place and they've been helping me out a lot, immensely. I love Texas Center for Lifestyle Medicine. I love them. But I just couldn't do yoga. because Not because I didn't want to. I just couldn't. It was just as a recommendation to get off stress. So, long-term friend of mine from childhood, way back in the years, believe it or not, believe it or not ladies and gentlemen, Brian and I have not known each other forever. Okay? You know, so, it only feels like it. it. Yeah. I mean, let's put it this way. <laughs> we came around when we became friends back when pterodactyls were flying through the earth. For all the millennials, that's that's when we showed up together as friends. But prior to that, whenever God said "Let there be light," there was this friend of mine, and, <laughs> and she still looks like she's twenty one. Okay, because like she to meet is. this friend of yours. Yes, her name is her name is Udoka. She's out. She lives out there in San Diego. She's part of the Roots and Flows yoga studio in Mira Mesa, San Diego. And guess what, Brian? They have virtual yoga. You can go to the studio if you want to, right? If you're in San Diego, because like, I'm not in San Diego. I'm in Houston, right? (laughs) And, you know, and so distance would be a problem. But in this virtual universe that the... That we're now find ourselves in, like this podcast is none of those things. Found on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, the YouTube channel. This podcast is none of those things. Twitter, this underscore those, and Instagram at this dot those, and on Facebook, this podcast none of those things.
0: Yes, did you really just that. do my ending at the beginning of the podcast?
1: Well, it was. I mean, sometimes you need to start dinner with dessert. So, but anyway, they're in that universe. They're Embrace the, in the their inner virtual. And so Yudoka has, she could do, she actually has virtual classes. And right. so I'm like, you know, I've known her for since like, I believe it or not, I, there was a time when I was 16. I don't remember it, but I know that I was because I'm Before they invented 45 now, right? And so I was like, okay, well, I was looking for options, what I could do. And then she told me about the virtual thing. She has it on Mondays and Wednesdays, four o'clock Houston time, two o'clock Pacific time. And then also seven 15 Pacific time, which may get like nine 15 here in Houston. So that means the only time really that was going to work was the four o'clock on a Wednesday, um, the Wednesday for the four o'clock time. Right. So her team worked everything. Cause I, you know, how I am with technology. I bumbled and fumbled and all of those things trying to, figure out how do I do this and get the account that. But that was all cool. But the deal that they have is $10 for 10 consecutive days of all unlimited yoga, right? Which is a good deal. It's only for new students. So if you're watching this on YouTube or Facebook or on getting some of the reels on Instagram and this, that, those, so forth, and henceforth. If you're henceforth, listening
0: forth. to this, because this is a podcast episode.
1: Right, exactly. <laughs> but you might want to see the video, too. But then, you know, we're both good-looking guys. And so they have that going on. And uh, so it was a good special uh, that I took advantage of. And today was the first day. And she was really gracious. And it was straight up for, you know, Because I wasn't the only beginner there, obviously. And she was like, you don't have to be perfect with it. Make the adjustments that you need to. She did simple moves for those of us that were new to that. And it's like, I really felt relaxed afterwards. I was like, I felt like I accomplished something today. I really needed to feel like I accomplished something today. And it was really nice to have somebody that was so, so smooth with what she did that like, yeah, I'm looking forward to the other nine weeks. And, uh, and then we'll see how I would go from there. But I definitely recommend her to, to, to go check out what they got. And you go to www.rootflowstudio.com. My instructor was Yudoka. She has a couple of days. There's another. She has a whole team, and they and other team members out on different days and different times that they do virtual. You just got to go to the site, out and all, and make use of it. So I highly recommend it. It's something that that um, folks should give it a. This would be a good place to give it a shot. Especially for those of y'all that are busy, like we are.
0: All so. right, everybody. Thank you for listening to this episode of po- this episode of this podcast. None of those things. The Elliot Reads Free Commercials Edition. <laughs> Just kidding. This is a bit of a grab bag, and that was Elliot's first grab, doing free commercials. I support it. One of these days, we'll get somebody to actually pay us to do a commercial. Hey, look.
1: Her... Her, her helping me out and me low, helping me lower my stress is going to allow me to be your podcast host for a long time to come. Doesn't buy us new microphones though. No, but at least up. Well, but at, at at our age, we still know how to use smoke signals.
0: Smoke signals, <laughs> the ultimate audio medium.
1: <laughs> exactly. And <laughs> it, look, styrofoam, styrofoam cups with string was an upgrade. So um, there has been.
0: Some developments in the Will Smith case. So we'll start real real quick there.
1: Kind of slaps the silly, doesn't it?
0: I mean, he he got banned from the Oscars for 10 years. Okay. I figure they're doing him a favor there. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's he, not torture.
0: <laughs> he, he resigned from the Academy. Like, okay. But then, this is the part I have trouble with. There's a bunch of projects of his that apparently have gotten shelved. Right. Or... In the case of I Am Legend two, apparently they've offered his role to Michael B. Jordan. I-, I never saw I Am Legend, but I got the basic premise. It's what like zombie vampires or some shit.
1: Yeah, and... I did see it, and there's a problem with it. Um, and uh, I don't if you have if you haven't watched it yet. I'm pretty certain that you're probably not going to Brian. But at like the you're end correct. Of- yeah, okay, don't it's like because cuz there's been like cuz it was cuz I Am Legend was already a remake of the original Charlton Heston. But there was other remakes of the exact same thing over the last like 30 years leading up to it. Anyway, point being at the end of Will Smith's, he dies. I mean, she so so, do you a do sequel. I mean, so like exactly, unless like they're going to try to do the whole Marvel thing where, you know, Endgame and somehow, someway, the person that died really didn't die; they just <laughs> went to another universe. I, I mean, I don't know, but, so, yeah, but 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 this is Will Smith we're talking about, and he's been acting like he's in another universe anyway. So, right? Maybe so, he needs to get slapped. How about that? I maybe
0: mean, yeah, maybe they should have a Slapsgiving. Yeah, hey, look, let him slap your mother. Shout That's out right there. with that? I would love to see that. Um, baseball season opened up the, let's see what else do we have football? The draft is coming up. We're not going to delve deep into that. NBA playoffs are approaching. Yep. And I'm going to miss those. It brings me to a subject I wanted to add into the grab bag. Okay. Because we've both lived in two cities, the same Pittsburgh and here in Houston. Yep. And then you also rocked the Ohio, Clevelandish area. I'm from Western
1: Ohio. I didn't live there in Cleveland. So then, how the hell are you a Browns fan? There's nothing in Northwest Ohio. You're like literally the choice. You could people. have been a Lions fan. Oh, wait, that's not any better. No, and it's in Michigan. <laughs> like, Northwest Ohio's thing to fame is that we fought a war to keep Toledo. Was it worth it? It's a glass city. That's that's the town's nickname. (laughs) So what I was getting at
0: is what does it do to a city's sports fans when their teams are bad? Now, in Pittsburgh, the Pirates are always bad, Mm -hmm. but the Penguins and the Steelers are always good. So as a Pittsburgh fan, I always have the smugness of – Two of the three teams being excellent. Houston, the Texans are terrible. The Rockets are terrible. But the Astros are good. So what I saw recently is that everybody got super stoked about the opening of baseball season. But I don't see that same enthusiasm for football season at least I didn't last year and I don't expect to again this year.
1: Well, the again. only real football season is when the MLS Dynamo from Houston is playing because he's a Texans. I don't know what they're playing, but football isn't it. <laughs> of any type. All right. And the dynamo I were
0: I, gonna try and plug soccer, and I was gonna be like, I will shut this podcast down <laughs> right now.
1: <laughs> And look, you talked about baseball, that's worse. but
0: no.
1: yes, it is like because I remember I have seen the Steelers see it, the the pirates weren't always bad. They've been bad that's over true. the last maybe like 20 years. but see, I don't remember the Indians being good ever. So there's that there' be at least Indians had a, the Indians <laughs> did have a movie starring uh that Sheen guy. Martin Sheen? or first
0: off, they are no longer the Indians. They are now the Guardians.
1: They're guarding. They're they're, they're guardianing last place. They're guarding. Okay. Yeah. They're, so like they're that's guarding not a high name. draft picks. Uh, yeah, I mean <laughs> they're actually living up to that uh, major league. the, the major league uh, sitcom uh, comedy. Yeah,
0: I believe they weren't bad last year.
1: That's all relative, though. That would be good for them. Like, the Yankees wouldn't have played that. Just saying. (laughs)
0: This is true. (laughs) I just, I'm wondering, like, like I said, I'm wondering, like, what do you think it does to a city's sports fans? Do do you lose? Like, and especially in Houston, this is such a transplant city because of oil and gas. that I think it's tough for teams to get ground if
1: they're not any good. Not, well, it all depends on where you are. The Indians, the Guardians, probably knows the Indians, and the Browns still pack out, were packing out their stadiums, and they were horrible year after year after year after year after year. The Browns were so bad that they considered, I mean, they went, they went 0-16 one year. And the following season, they went 1-15, and that was like, well, we did better.
0: Wait. Hey, that's a 100% increase in wins.
1: <laughs> yeah, and that still gets you nowhere. And we don't even talk about – this This is how little I talk about the Indians. I didn't even know that their name changed, all right? That's how irrelevant I mean, it is.
0: honestly, a sporting current event, I'm not surprised.
1: We've yeah, met well, Elliot. I know how you roll. Yeah, because everybody's a prima donna now. It's like, seriously, like, oh, my God, I cracked the fingernail. I can't play. My dog got the flu. Hey, you stuck
0: dog flu is serious business.
1: Yeah, okay. (laughs) Someone like, you know, I got the sniffles, I can't play. I jammed my finger, I can't play. Someone pulled my finger. I farted, but I can't play. Oh geez. (laughs) I mean, that's that's kind of where we are. So
0: so I think that your responses kind of answer my question but the cynicism yeah and the and the zero fucks given by you about current events regarding sports that tells me that because the teams your hometown teams and the teams here where you live currently are bad that you're just like
1: nah don't care but that's me though i've always been a dude that was just kind of like the surface, anyway, but there are people that. But now we're talking about guys in the dog pound, it's minus 20 by the lake, <laughs> the wind blown they off are the shirtless, lake, and they are painted and they don't care, right? That's That's that and 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 they do it religiously year after year. These Texans fans don't know how good they got it in terms of weather. It's one thing. If the, if, if the team is bad, but when the weather is bad on top of that, like it's freezing and they still show up anyway. Listen, if you
0: eat enough brats and drink enough beers, you don't feel that cold.
1: Well, that's to say <laughs> that. Well, I mean, the Cleveland brats are better than the Texas, than the Houston brats anyway. Cause those are like real brats, like big The brats down here. Southern brats, not the same thing. They look like glorified hot dogs, and it's not the same thing because up north, you you just there's you don't confuse a brat with a hot dog. You just it, it they don't look the same. They there's nothing, but down here they any they just they just throw the names around like it like it's nothing. So yeah, brats in Cleveland will have you forgetting. Because they're that good. The brats down here.
0: Yeah. They're forgettable.
1: Yep. More forgettable than the Texan season.
0: Oh. There it is.
1: The weekly shot. Yeah, they need a they, they, they maybe they need a masseuse. Okay. Maybe that's too soon. Oh man. Rub that pain away. Oh geez. <laughs> no, I oh. I'm too I'm too uh, I'm I'm too busby about it.
0: Okay, yeah, that's where I got to stop. <laughs> What's funny is I had my next grab bag item, Timmy, and you completely with your like Timmy level jokes <laughs> just completely
1: just threw me off course. Well, let me as you're regrouping yourself. It's time for another shameless commercial, ladies and gentlemen. You know we did release this past week a new episode of. Elliot Eats. It is Elliot Eats Howard Cuisine. And it just dropped Wednesday morning at 1230 in the morning. And it's on this podcast, none of those things, YouTube channel. interview. And for the first time ever, we actually interviewed the chef and the other owner.
0: Ooh, um, Howard you got a mouse in your
1: pocket? Talk about the uh, cuisine. You're <laughs> talking about like where it's located. And typically, as you know, we actually just talk about the food and where it's located and how much we like what we ate. This is one of those situations where because it's supported local, this is local to Social Circle in the greater Atlanta area, I can't be there. But got a great opportunity to actually interview the two owners, uh, Chef Gerald Jamal Howard Jr. and Ralph Asbury. You need to watch it. It's good, entertaining interaction. And you get to actually get to meet the chef. Because My co host of this podcast, and other those things who you're listening intently to, always has been talking about the fact it'd be nice to actually talk to the chef, talk to the cook, talk to the team. So, this was the reverse, this is finally that from a distance, like Bette Midland. right? But the fruit, oh, but it wasn't really- no,
0: so <laughs> I'm not gonna first sing. First off,
1: first off, <laughs> I ain't gonna sing, I ain't gonna of, do it, I ain't gonna do it. Of- from of, a distance.
0: Hey, all of Jamal's <laughs> food looks amazing. Yes. I want to go to there and eat that. But full disclosure, he's your cousin, so it made it a lot easier to get that interview. Yes. <laughs> but I, I got not shame.
1: I admitted I it in the ask, episode.
0: What, what's with the double first name? Is that a Howard thing, Mr. Jerry Elliott? Well, I mean, no. There's like what Chris Christopherson? I mean, but I mean, that's a first and last name. You're rocking two first names and a uh, last name, and you did it for Jamal, too.
1: Well, hey, that's his dad, you know.
0: <coughs> is he a junior? Yes. Oh, ah, okay. So that's what it is. Yeah. Hugh Howards, you Howards like to junior your children. Not everybody,
1: <laughs> not everybody. Now, like, because remember. My dad had eight other brothers and sisters. Not everybody did what they did. His now his Gerald Jamal Jr., his dad is my first cousin. Okay. Mm-hmm. We but you've seen the pictures. I've had the food before when I was, and I tell him that I'm not gonna put t- all about that, I'm not gonna spoil it. Folk gotta listen, gotta watch it. But when I say this, this this man, I mean, he's a chef in the highest order. This means he can throw down. Brian and you and I, you and I, are trying to live to 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 live better and eat right, but if we live the same town as him, is it, it would be a diet killer. My my
0: only fitness would be fitness fork in my mouth. Man, <laughs>
1: I'm telling you that the, 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 the what, what what he showed in the show, I was jealous of my cousin. I'm like, how you so your dad gets to eat that after the show, and <laughs> I get to sit here and just wonder what it would be like to have that. Yeah. I'm doing the I'm doing the fans of service. This is good. I'm Do helping local. Fans
0: of service.
1: Custom, it's customer service at its finest. Support local. <laughs> Support local. With a tear going down the side of my face. So but
0: I back now, to commercial. On to the rest of the show. I now remember what I was going to talk about. You actually proposed this the other day. Um... We have not done a wrestling episode in a long time, and this is not going to be a full wrestling episode. But I think we both agree that WWE did a good job with WrestleMania.
1: Yep, it was the best WrestleMania in years,
0: and and I can't disagree with that. And I was I was fairly impressed. They they sucked me in with the match card. Yeah. The only one I really didn't need to see on that match card was Logan Paul. And I yeah. pretty much, I I walked away and, like,
1: made dinner during that match. <laughs> um, <laughs> I sped through it. I, I, I purposely waited. I purposely waited. So that way then, when, so when I did turn it on and, they, and that match did come on, I could just speed right through.
0: Right? Now, the Sami Zayn-Jackass match was good. Yep. The Pat McAfee match, I mean, let's be real. Pat McAfee can wrestle.
1: Yeah, he can. He's been training for it forever. Well, I mean, he's also a former football player. I mean, if you consider being a kicker, a football punter. player. punter <laughs> kicker. Pundering still involved, involves kicking the ball. I mean, it, it's semantics. He's the guy that doesn't really get out and like put hurt on anybody. He, right. he, touches, he he touches the ball one time and then runs off the field. That's what they do. Did
0: you have any other highlights you wanted to kind of talk well, about before we
1: moved on past wrestling? Two, two. Okay, um, one, one was the fact is that for years they've WWE has tried to and and like it's WWE, most of wrestling has tried to do the whole recreation of the Hogan body slam and Andre the Giant mm-hmm. where the wrestler you know because because you, you pick up the giant and you body slam him and that's a big feat of strength right mm-hmm. and that's been redone over and over and over and over again to the point that like it's overdone right So that's why I mean the body lashing match was really good was it, it was good it was better than I expected um, but the thing that was like they what they did differently was, he actually suplexed almost, almost is seven foot three, four hundred and forever pounds. He's a big guy, kind of bigger than me. I mean, I can still take him, but like at the knees with a baseball bat and a machete and AK forty seven. But and so Bobby Lashley, Ashley got him up into a legitimate suplex and pulled that off, which was a huge feat of strength. Uh, that was actually amazing to me. I thought that was I thought that was actually quite awesome that he did that that he did that. I was like, oh wow, okay. So there's that. And then finally, well, any any, th- any thoughts on that, Brian? Before I go to my next point on it. So I mean, Lashley versus almost a wrestler, like it's just like a black hole of charisma. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> when, when, hey, look, when it, when it came to beating Lashley, he almost did it. Oh um. So anyway, yeah. Okay, so anyway,
0: now, now is a good time to preview that we are going to be having a "You Laugh, You Lose" video on the YouTube channel at some time in the next few weeks.
1: Right. So that being said, uh, for as much as we have bashed Vince, Vincent Kennedy McMahon over the years, and there's plenty of reasons why we should have, he earned every bit of it. I give him his flowers for this one particular point in this era where everything just seems to like, there's alarm clocks going every, off everywhere in culture for keeping people woke to the point that you just want to take a sledgehammer and break the damn clock. Vince and his team in WWE have actually been ahead of the curve and really haven't got a lot of mention for this when it comes to the imagery of let's say let just put it, black women and women of color in their in the WWE. I mean they're pretty but they're not hypersexualized. They get the job done but they don't follow the stereotype of uh, behavior, right? For the first time in WWE history at the end of WrestleMania when it was all said and done, they had a Black women's champion, which isn't new. They've had women's champions before that were black. This particular women's champion Right, (laughs) it's not Bianca's first second reign, right? Exactly. And then the women's tag team champion is all black women's team, and that's a first for WWE, right? Right, you know, and it would, and please believe me, if they win, win, it was WWE, I can count that it's going to be a win, not an if, because the talent has to be available. Hopefully, more. People, more women from other backgrounds, racial backgrounds and cultures come into the WWE? Because I would love to see an uh, Indian champion with uh, in, 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 in women's Indian uh, tag team titles and so on and so forth. I think those things will all be great and great to see. But if any company will actually do that, it would be the WWE because unlike a lot of the other professional organizations, when it comes to imagery, of how groups are portrayed in the public eye, how that, how that organization portrays groups in the public eye. WWE has been better than everybody else for that like last quarter now. century. I will say, I will say that.
0: They were um, not good up until maybe 10 years ago. Well,
1: I, compared to, I thought they were better than, they were better than most. I mean, because, but the difference is the fact that they weren't proud to do it though. Because you and I, because you and I had talked about this, Equality of opportunity. Would the company do that? Yes, but if nobody is coming to the job, well, you can only do with what you got within the WWE. I understand why, when it comes to the black male athletes, why they would have a harder time. I'm saying because they're all pulling WWE's pulling from the same pool that all the other major sports in America are pulling from, Right. right? right? And so women's professional sports isn't as developed as the male professional sports are. It's wide open. There's things that they can grab more of the athletes top level and bring them into the WWE, and WWE is doing that. One of the things I
0: understand, and, you know, it's something we talked about the other day when it came to coaches in the NFL. Mm -hmm. You know, there is a lack of diversity in coaching, and it starts at the assistant level. And I think that you're going to see progress. I mean, so when Bruce Arians retired, Todd Bowles took over, mm-hmm. but Byron Leftwich, the offensive coordinator there, is has also been talked about for head coaching jobs. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there you got two guys that are in the hunt and are leading that charge. And I think that as more guys come up through the ranks of coaching mm-hmm. that are different heritage, then you'll see more diversity. I think that I agree, you know, the NFL took some steps that could easily be manipulated because you have to remember you're dealing with 32 billionaires,
1: mm-hmm.
0: 31 billionaires in the city of green Bay.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Those billionaires got to to be billionaires by understanding how to work systems. Mm-hmm. You don't get that rich without uh, knowing a, knowing a few tricks.
1: Oh no, you got to know a few things. You really, you, unless you win the lottery, you really don't get rich by accident, right?
0: So, and even winning the lottery, you're not getting rich by accident. You bought a ticket with the intention of getting rich. Exactly. It didn't just fall from heaven. Right. And good tea. No, it's not. Well, There's no such thing as good tea.
1: <laughs> For you. <laughs> For everybody. Well, you see, I, I, I seem to remember you liking Long Island iced teas back whenever we were in college together. But that's another story. That's a whole like,
0: other story. I would like the record to show that I merely find them okay. I also find them effective. And that there is not a drop of actual tea in there.
1: Right. <laughs> that's what he's saying. And this is like, but the coke. This is a, this is a man that loves his politics. <laughs> he knows how to dance. What are you
0: talking about? There's no tea in the Long Island Iced Tea. Like, that's not up for debate. It's, yeah, like four, so, it's like four different liquors and a splash of Coke to give it that color. But it's still it's still
1: called a Long Island iced tea. So you do like tea.
0: I mean, I don't know that I would drink a Long Island now. Well, I mean, we're a certain I have, names, this,
1: certain I have this thing called
0: self-respect.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we can probably only handle a sip or maybe just the vapors i mean for the longest time manhattan was just a place in new york city to me and then i got to being an adult and kind of find out that there's actually a drink called a manhattan i like who calls how's it it's a city and it's a drink but that's okay august is also a month and it's also a person so both situations can be confusing, I guess.
0: I was I was down for continuing to go on about drink names. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. I didn't need the August reference, which by the way, August is named after Caesar Augustus, so it was a person first.
1: Yeah. It was. <laughs> and it is again. And either way, it's still a calendar reference. <laughs> Jesus.
0: We uh, never hey
1: look, and you know what, truth be told is we never forgot about Caesar Augustus either. That's a fact. And we won't forget. I hope we do. Uh well, Will kind of slapped it into us. Oh. Just a light stroke. I mean Oh no. No,
0: no. I did not need the term a light stroke in this conversation.
1: <laughs> Wait, even and like I was waiting, I, I was waiting for Chris Rock to like quote Britney Spears, hit me baby one more time.
0: <laughs> no geez. No, we already did a whole episode on this. So we gotta get away from it. Oops, I did it again. <laughs> yeah you did. <laughs> <laughs> You're killing me. You're killing me. So I watched a movie. This is Brian's not recommendation of the week. Oh god. Uh the movie was catch and release. The title right there already that that and it was, it was Jennifer Garner playing a woman whose fiancee died on his bachelor party trip, and she moved in with his best friends after he died. Garbage people ensue. Like, the only character that was, like, redeemable and good the whole way through was Kevin Smith's character. It was, like, even the dead guy turned out to be a scumbag. It was just like two hours of scumbag behavior. I do not recommend it. (laughs) Just don't
1: do it. Don't support garbage. Well, that being said, I got my own addition to that. Okay, hit me with it. There's a series on Disney. Everybody remembers the Avengers and all the Avengers movies. Hawkeye was a really cool character in the Avengers movies. Are you going to hate on Hawkeye right now? They're not doing him justice on the series, on the miniseries on the, in Disney. It's just not. It's just not. And it was in my son, who typically does cameo on this podcast and none of those things. Everybody knows. Yes. Let me just remind you, y'all. Proud father. Here we go. But after, but you would the whole buildup was kind of brought on to the fact that DC Universe had arrow for like eight years right given how arrow was you would think that disney would have brought it as hawkeye and there's always the in in the comic nerd universe and i did say it exactly like that in the comic book nerd universe there's the debate between who's the better archer hawkeye or arrow and all that right And Stephen amell did a really good job as arrow I didn't think I was going to get into it, but I did. I liked it. even though remember, Right, man. I tell you, I wanted to choke somebody when I watched Hawkeye. I, I, I mean, the, I, I, the first episode, it felt like you would feel if I started trying to sing a Luther Vandross song right about now or a Whitney Houston song right about now. You're a DJ. You know how those songs are supposed to sound. There's them. And then there would be me. <laughs> right. You know that it was that bad it was I, I was like, okay, it, this, this can't be as horrible as it is, but it was <laughs> and I, and and so I made it through it took me two days to get through the first episode <laughs> yeah. and it was an episode that was supposed to be for only forty minutes, right? I mean I'm one that does i i completely <laughs> marathoned and binge watched. Let's move but, this
0: review along. It's like yeah, four months too late.
1: Yeah, I know, but do yes, because it took me that long to process it, because I can't believe that dear God, I watched what I watched. I I stopped after the second episode. I'm like, y'all, forget this. I'm good. Don't do I thought, it.
0: I thought it was good. I enjoyed it. I'm also easily entertained, except apparently by catch and release.
1: Yeah, um, the title alone, I would never now, watch. It.
0: I will say, I tried to watch... I watched the first couple episodes of Moon Knight. I am not really into it. I'm really hoping it picks up. Like, I'll I'll, I'll watch just about anything that's in the MCU just to keep up, essentially. You know, I don't want... I don't like gaps. Like, when I'm watching stuff or listening to stuff, I, I don't like gaps, so... I'll watch it just to keep up. So far, I have not been enjoying it. It's very—I mean, it is very much. It feels like a study in mental illness, which is interesting, but it's just not really.
1: I don't know. The pace isn't right. No, it's not. But I didn't quite. But here's the thing that threw me off of the first on the first episode, though. Why is it the town that's in there? It reminded me. It reminded me of. I was thinking Harry Potter. And the town well, I mean like, he's
0: in London,
1: yeah but like no 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 when he went to the dream world or wherever
0: oh the I, I, helps?
1: I, whatever I mean the town that he was in reminded me of Harry Potter so I, was, I was like i I started I started thinking the Harry Potter theme <laughs> like like I was like okay my God is there gonna be a fantastic beast showing up what is with this and then like, then the the inner voice was starting to act like Venom. I'm like, okay, well, this could be interesting. But then, Moon Knight, the, the, his alter ego wasn't Venom. Like, Right, was... and that's the
0: thing. Venom did that whole concept so much better. Yep. I don't know. I, I have high hopes. I'm going to just not be too judgy on it, but the first two episodes just didn't really trip my trigger.
1: Well, here's the deal. I think you can have high hopes, but just lower your expectations. This is, this is going to take a while. You might need a Long Island iced tea to get through. You had another show you wanted to recommend and talk about. Halo. That was that was a – it just debuted this spring. It's been a pleasant surprise. And for those of y'all that aren't familiar, Halo is, is – the show is based off of the legendary video game in the Microsoft universe of video games. Uh, the series has been on for, like, 20-plus years, roughly. It's based off of that. And I honestly thought that it was going to be corny. I thought it was going to be cheesy. I thought it was it going to be like Doom. Hey, that yeah. Yeah, we saw the we saw the movie Doom. That was I mean I, I, but again, I enjoyed Doom because it was fun. And I, I the only reason why I enjoyed Doom was because the rock was in it. Right. And so and and in fact he actually he actually said what BFG meant in the uh right. Yeah, and like you know, so it, 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 I know we're trying to watch their ratings. So I will not repeat it because my mom and dad might be listening, and we all know that they're ministers. So, and I already used up
0: our I already used up our F word to maintain our PG thirteen
1: rating. I know you're talking about friendship, right? Big friendship gun. Um, so which is completely not what he said. But that's like thirty years ago. Y'all gonna have to get that movie yourself. That was gonna be cheesy, but it hasn't been. It has nice. It has nice action. It has a nice pace. It actually has a veteran cast. If you're watching it, they have the actors that are that actors that are pushing it along are actors that you've probably seen in other movies or series and stuff, but you don't know their names. They haven't really been that prominent. they been perfectly cast for the roles that they're in. Moves along real good. So I would actually recommend it. So I yeah, that's actually a must watch. I would ask. I would say that you know, Brian, if you haven't watched it watch it and then when you're when we can get to a point on this podcast and none of those things we could actually put our full like two cents.
0: I love how you name drop the podcast on the podcast. Like you're exactly. out of control. You are out of control with the name dropping. Like yeah I, I know. might just I might just title this episode Elliot drops
1: all the names. <laughs> <laughs> well you know some it's good to talk about some things oh. but it's- but <laughs> no, no, no. That that I'm, I'm trying to
0: stop you I'm sorry folks I tried <laughs> to stop him he's unstoppable I have a recommendation too okay. very different vein so we've talked about Dark Side of the Ring and Dark Side of the NFL on the podcast before the Vice documentary series I watched over the last week and a half the Dark Side of the 90s Oh. And it is excellent. They do a whole episode on Baywatch. <laughs> it's amazing. They do a whole episode on Jerry Springer. Uh. Uh-huh. Um, they do one about Heaven's Gate and the Branch Davidian. And oh. I think that they did. There was like eight or nine episodes. They kept it kind of short, um, but it was very good. Highly recommend it. Check it out. Oh, Beanie Babies was another one they did an episode on.
1: <laughs> you know, and speaking of Beanie Babies, I never understood the craze. It's just a it's, it's, it's a major stuffed animal.
0: So here's what happened. A corporation created false scarcity to drive up demand and therefore drive up price. And then the bottom dropped out of the market. And people who thought they were going to get rich collecting stuffed animals... Ended up with a room full of little stuffed animals, and no money. That's your summary right there of the Beanie Baby craze.
1: And I want to know who. Idiots Ty gonna was.
0: idiot. Corporations gonna corporation. Yeah, and I completely that. missed that craze, y'all. I... Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, like I remember it being a thing, but I was out of the demographic. Like, but they were talking about people like getting in fights in McDonald's over the Happy Meal Beanie Babies. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. You know what I had the other day for lunch? I treated myself. filet fish No, I had a Popeye's chicken sandwich. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something. That chicken sandwich is pretty good. I bet. It is. That that chicken sandwich is not standing in line and or getting a fight good. So, listen, now, much please- like a fast food kitchen worker, we need to wrap this up. Okay, well, let me just put it this way. Man, I had a good joke, a good segue, and you're just like, nope, I got to keep talking.
1: Yeah, because I talk good. I I talk good. (laughs) Don't you like my education?
0: It's 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 fantastic. You're waxing eloquent. It's articulate, baby. That's a t-shirt right there. (laughs) (laughs) If we ever get to the point of doing merch... It's Articulate, baby, is the very first piece of merch. <laughs> so, and that's something I want to talk about. I think um, we're going to do some brainstorming, and I think we're going to start doing some more regular segments like that pick of the week that we just did with the TV shows. Uh-huh. I, I like the idea of us doing that. And then, you know, we're going to be doing some more YouTube content to try and put, It's it's tough for me to edit multiple podcast episodes and videos at the same time. But I'm going to try and we're going to try and put together some like sizzle reels and stuff. So you can catch some highlights of the episodes. You know, like when Elliot says things like it's articulate, baby. All right. <laughs> That's all stuff we're looking to, to do in the future. Right now, what we're going to do is we're going to say, thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, so apparently another segment's going to be Elliot trying to make me laugh during the outro. So, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to this episode of this podcast is None of Those Things. Check us out on social media. He loves copying me. At None of Those Things on Facebook. Keep repeating Insta On Instagram at... This. Dot on Twitter at this underscore those and email us, this podcast is none of those things, at gmail.com and let's see, check out Elliot Eats on the YouTube channel check out our little highlight reels our little talks Um, we did one about the Sean Watson trade a couple weeks ago, we did we put last week Elliot trying to mess with me during this outro and Elliot keeps putting up Elliot Eats um, we got to talk about Jay's appearances on Elliot Eats. It very much feels like a hostage situation. Poor <laughs> kid's just sitting there. He looks all scared. Like I just want to like send him a message to be like, blink twice if you're in danger. <laughs> and with that, hit us with those five stars on Apple and Spotify. Leave us reviews. Comment on the Facebook page. Comment on Twitter. Talk to us, people. And tell all your friends about us, get them all to listen, so that maybe Elliot can get paid for these commercials he reads. And with that, we will see you next time.